0: Assalamu alaikum rahmatullah Welcome to another episode of the Socotra Talks podcast It's both your co-hosts, Fahad and Mahad We hope you enjoyed the previous episode In which we sort of delved into ourselves Our personal lives And we gave a bit of an insight into what's to come in the future we do thank everyone who has interacted who's given their feedback and their support and we do ask Allah to bless you guys all during these tough times for this episode we've decided to lay the gauntlet down on the social media dilemma but one of the things that i do want to ask you a bit spontaneously is mad when you're on a commute or when you're going somewhere when you're on the train or when you're on the bus what's that one of the first things that you notice or what are the things that you actually do notice um, or are you asking about myself here? Or are you Yourself, about yeah. What to you care? actually see, yeah. Well,
1: for myself, I think the first thing I do is look online and go on my phone. <laughs> and but, I mean, we have to be honest. Everyone does this. Yeah, I go on my own phone. I look at things online. Mm. Um, I think probably just to let everyone, I don't really have social media platforms or none of them. So the first thing for me is to actually try to get up to speed <laughs> with things <laughs> of that with social media. Because that's how behind I am on this thing. Mm-hmm. But also, you are right. I think the other thing that I noticed straight away on a train journey is everybody else is doing the exact same thing, which is on social media. It's a bit strange because every, every most of the other people probably have social media <clears throat> accounts, and etc. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, everybody on that train is all mm-hmm. on social media.
0: I even look at myself as well right now. And every time I eat, I've got to do it without... Either watching something or just being on my phone. Even I even look at things like family dinners, you know, it's become a rarity, and even when it does happen, all of us, we're just on our phones, and it's a symptom of a larger problem. Um, What do you think? What do you actually think about social media? What's your thoughts on it? Your honest, genuine thoughts on social media? I mean, and the way it's been used, particularly by the likes of us.
1: I think the first thing we have to see is the. Quant the amount of people on social media. Mm. Before we talk about what's the harmful impacts <clears> on it, <throat> yeah. you first before you need to even analyze something because if it's if, if it's affecting a few people or a few percentage of people inside your community, that's one part. That, 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 that's mm. one part. That's one discussion. Obviously, everyone still means something. Any home you go to, mm. any gathering you go to, every single place you go to, even a mosque or even a school, even a university when you're in, like, you're in a lecture, everybody is on their phone. Everybody is on social media, on one social media platform, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, whether it's any single one of these platforms. <coughs> everybody is on Instagram. Is Everyone is on a social media platform.
0: Hmm.
1: So the first thing we have, to, we have to understand is that for so much of the entire community, especially our Somali community, I mean, everyone is kind of on it. But the yeah. first thing, as a, as a community, because so many people are on this platform, it becomes, it becomes basically binding and obligatory that we have to analyse the impacts of social media on ourselves and the community. Do you think it has actually been spoken about? I don't <coughs> think oftentimes, other than certain places, maybe like in an Islamic forum or something mm. like that, I don't think people have spoken about social media. I think it's a completely silent conversation everyone everyone's just been on it in fact nowadays it's like everyone has to kind of submit to social media if you have something you have to put it on social media mm. we're about to sh- we- we've got this podcast the first place yeah. it's going on to social media is social media there's no way we could have done anything similar of having a conversation as a community and as, as a group of Somali brothers we couldn't have
0: put this anywhere except putting it on social media the reason why we haven't had those conversations is because we haven't realised that it's actually hit us in the face. And we have to remember that digital pollution actually did hit us in the face, we did, we adapted our behaviours to it when it actually should have been the other way around. We should have let social media apps tailor towards us. The way I wanted to break down this podcast was to talk about obviously with social media there is also, there's there's a lot of good that you could have but obviously for us, what well, I do believe, and I'm sure Matt does believe, that there's a lot more harms, and it's detrimental to the community, the Somali community, obviously, and that's what we're obviously here to speak about. And one of the first things that I do want to mention, or one of the things, the reasons why that people should be wary when using social media is that, in essence, you are losing, you sort of are losing your free will. A lot of people don't realise actually how social media work and all these these giant massive companies the likes of Google Facebook Amazon they actually don't know how these um, these companies work the smartphone is it's a platform in which you know there's sort of mind hacks designed to just literally capture your attention and what it does is it keeps you guys long enough in order to sort of resell it onto advertisers now you might not think it's not you might think oh you know what? my attention is not really an important thing but the fact of the matter is you are spending a lot of your time and you've mentioned many times to me the fact that we're spending time that's one of the biggest reasons that we've got to get off this app or we've got to get off um, or we've got to at least be wary about our social media use because it is it has been too much you know I mean how much time do you think people are using on these platforms generally speaking you've only got to go to I mean I'll probably um, I'm sure you can actually you actually know how many hours you can use it right there's, there's apps in which you can find out I mean I use it I don't use social media apps as much, but I'm on my phone maybe around an average of five hours a day, which is a bit. Five hours, is that including what platforms are included? All platforms, all
1: platforms, man. What's all platforms? I mean, like, talk to someone that who, because who, who, imagine you're talking to It could to be Twitter,
0: it. it could be Instagram, it could be WhatsApp, it could be Snapchat. Five hours in an yeah, entire five hour, day. Yeah five, yeah, five actual hours. And that is and generally. Discounting sleep as well. <laughs> sleep, work, and that's five generally
1: months. most people you're saying are going about spending at least. Forget, Plus to forget minus. five hours. Plus five minus. hours is a long time. Plus minus, man. But Plus even minus. if we're saying two hours, are you saying two people are spending an entire two hours on social media? Plus minus. I think I think you know, those are big numbers. Firstly, an mm. entire you know you know it's not just your own person. That's the issue as a community. We're all discussing personally how each and every one of us is spending two hours on social media. But when you calculate those numbers collectively,
0: Mm.
1: you know, and you see the amount of, the quantity of hours that we're spending as a community on social media, then you can understand a lot of the other ills that are coming out from the community. Because you have literally taken as a community a whole portion of your time and day. And that's just social media. At the end of the day, you're going to need other hours in a day to do other things. Because you're gonna to have to waste time in general. Mm. Like everyone has a natural instinct to waste time. Everybody has a. Everyone has to go to work. You know. Everyone yeah. has to go to uni. Everyone has to do something in their daytime. So therefore, to be spending as a community that much hours on social media is something that you would have to clog. I think as a community, you have to understand if it's. I mean, I mean, and I, we'll get we'll get to it in the, in the rest of the podcast. But yeah. if there are harms to it. So I think it's, it's a, it's a wider conversation that should happen. You know,
0: how dangerous is it? However, yeah. you know, something should be done. I think one of the most, probably the most, um, the toughest thing that I've had to accept is that you are, in essence, you are losing your free will. When you look at advertisers, you know, they used to have a limited chance to, you know, make short pitches for us. You know, a lot of people would see those same ads. It wasn't adapted to individuals, but now, and also you won't be monitored all the time, the same the same way that we are. Uh, but now everyone on socials, they're always getting individualized, you know, adjusted stimuli without a break. But that's not really advertising. That's your behavior being modified on a worldly scale. I actually want to bring out a quote by one of the first presidents. Yeah, the first president on Facebook actually, Sean Parker. And this is what he actually said. He publicly said this. And he said, we need to sort of give you guys a little dopamine hit every once in a while. Because someone liked or commented on a photo or a post or whatever. It's this social validation feedback loop. Exactly the kind of thing that a hacker like myself would come up with. Because you're exploiting a vulnerability in human psychology. That's what he said. I mean, I mean can I ask you, what, what did you expect from a, the owner of a social media platform? Can I, can I ask? I, I, know,
1: I, know, I know you're reading that out, like, 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 you know, as if you should be shocked yeah. or, or, you know, he's some evil man. At the end of the day... He's getting so much wealth and money from you Mm. just being on that platform and advertising. What did you expect him to put you on a platform and you
0: stay on it for like five minutes or so? Of course, of course he wanted you to stay on there for multiple hours. But the fact of the matter is none of us, we ask ourselves why we're on this. Why are we spending one or two hours a day? Otherwise, we wouldn't be here as a community. The world wouldn't be doing this if they weren't asking these pressing questions. The fact of the matter is we don't think about these things. Yeah, but I just, I don't don't understand you That
1: quote, like, it, it's a shocker to mo I mean, people would be shocked by that. Of course, naturally, mm. he wants to do something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, the question the, the question that comes after this is if you know somebody is borderline trying to start an attack on you, you know, or, or, or something subtle, like an obviously attack is a strong word, but he's trying to 100%. do something. If to you. someone
0: was going to poison you, it's like that. You know, if you knew someone was going to poison you, you'd stay as far as away. Yeah, and it's the same thing with these apps, it it, exactly. If you exactly. can see that he's subtly trying to control you, surely mm. that should.
1: I think everyone from a natural instinct when you can see someone's about to attack you or or, or try to manipulate you or to control you, the first instinct yes. instinctive thing you would do is try to stop them from doing that. But why has this many people on such a worldwide on such a worldwide scale just basically submitted to this attack basically? Why has mm-hmm. everyone just given themselves to it? Why has everyone accepted that you can spend three hours a day, etc. on it? And, and, and further enhance that man's pockets but also take away all the benefit all the beneficial things that you could have done in those hours in I those days that. basically and, you know you know sometimes you see on social media sometimes there's like a humorous joke to wasting time as well so like people find it quite funny and humorous nowadays like, let yeah kill some time yeah or this is an amazing apple you know? or nonsense it's, it's, a, it's ridiculous you know that? It's, it's, a, it's like it's basically it's, it's a level of uh, You know, you can call it some sort of Stockholm Syndrome, basically, where you literally are so happy to be, to have such a different, such a loving relationship to your attacker, basically. Those are the things I don't understand about social media today, you know, how everybody's on it, everybody, okay, some people have recognised that it's had an impact on our life. some people just couldn't even care less. But everybody naturally, everybody that is on social media naturally recognises that they're on it too much. For us, I feel like people are just naive to it. It's just nonsense. Everybody knows that they've been on this social media platform 15 hours this week. Mm -hmm. 8 to 15 hours this week.
0: What are people going to essentially do about it is the question. That's true. What's funny is, you're the former vice president of User Growth at Facebook. Do you know what his solution was? To what? The the social media endemic that we're currently facing. Do you know what he said his solution was? (laughs) Oh. He said, I don't use these tools anymore. That was his actual solution. Former vice president of what? Um user growth at Facebook. Like currently, t- like recently. <laughs> I mean. He said I haven't for years. Like that's actually his solution. Not like, to get off it. And I'm I'm not surprised considering, <laughs> considering, <laughs> considering
1: I'm sure he's seen the impact off of it, basically. I mean it's, 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 it's the type of I mean, yeah, I mean that, that, that that's just I mean what do you expect from him as well? Like, mm. you know, you know, I remember I, walking, I remember when I was working in one of my first companies. In data and you know one of the things that you know was interesting to me is how much they paid attention to people's psychology yeah literally none of us had a psychology degree (sighs) none of us have have thought about advertisement or anything like that but it's like everybody was so concerned by the type of message you're sending out to people what time you're sending out to people everything to do with their emotions and feelings i remember i used to I remember I, I used to be the person that used to send out notifications to people on their apps. So we least to run an app, basically. I used to run. I used to send out notifications to them or send out surveys to them. I remember they. You would have multiple meetings, literally sitting down, just talking about the type of message you're sending out, mm. the type of survey you're sending out. Is it too harsh? How is it going to get the, the, the most amount of of, of follow? I mean, that, that's what most business people and entrepreneur people do. But it, it's like they they really wanted to. They really wanted to addict you to that app, so that they could take all of your data. Which I mean, is another conversation. <coughs> which is another yeah, part of this: definitely. the amount of data they're taking from you. Which you know, it's ridiculous. It's like, you know, as somebody who's worked in companies, as somebody who has worked in companies where they're trying to consume your data, it is ridiculous that I'm still on it, and all these social pieces. But the amount of data they're taking from you is just ridiculous. Like, all of these boxes that you're ticking, you have no clue what you've just signed up to. You have literally told him, this is who
0: I am, and learned every intricate and intimate part of my life right now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's even even to the point where they can actually predict your personalities. You know, um, there was a professor at Stanford University, um, he's called Michelle Kaczynski, and he basically had this My Personality project, and, you know, it was it was a simple idea, but... The ramifications were actually crazy it was him and another colleague i believe and they said that they developed this model it was the big five model and they said that your traits can be measured by five he said it was how open you are how conscientious you are how extroverted you are how agreeable you are and how neurotic you are yeah and what they did was they asked a bunch of volunteers um, to take an online survey about their like certain aspects about their personality profiles and then they asked the volunteers for access to that profile and then they could correlate the results of their personality studies with their behaviors and stuff like that you know like the things that they liked the things that they posted the pictures that they were in and it was crazy i think when he refined the model i think this was in 2012 he showed that access to just 68 likes of a user different likes on facebook it was 95 percent in predicting skin color it was eighty-eighty percent accurate in predicting sexual orientation, and it was eighty-five percent accurate in knowing whether you were a Democrat or Republican. <laughs> just for that data alone. And, and, and what else was he planning to do with that data? <laughs> the implications are crazy. Um, it's crazy because just by simply scanning your Facebook page, you know, you can look at someone's patterns of likes, you know, the things that they post. <laughs> in essence. He can get an actual more accurate um, portrait of a person you are like more than your friends yeah, yeah. Than possibly a, your partner absolutely <laughs> it's Ajeeb it is Ajeeb and I believe that person I believe Facebook either I think that morning I think they friend with a lawsuit but then later <laughs> in the afternoon <laughs> they, they, they offered him a job <laughs> You know, so it's um, it's actually, you know, one of the actual, one of the biggest reasons and probably the reason why I've actually stayed off of social media over the past couple of months. Like one of the biggest reasons and I've realized me personally, myself, is that it's actually making us into, I want to say horrible human beings, but it's making us into less better or not making us the sort of the best versions of ourselves. Um, So now we we jump onto the harms of social media. Yeah, yeah. So, what so yeah, are the drawbacks of Yeah, it. and there's probably, you know, there's many, anyway. You know, you've spoken about it to me for years. Um, some of them, it has been I mean, tough for me to accept. I mean, I'm sure you know, I'm the most anti social
1: media person that's out there. I mean, I hate the. I mean, to be honest, I use it. I, no, I still do Snapchat. stuff with it. I still, well, to be honest, I just got a few <laughs> friends on there. So it's not the end of the world. I don't have a platform where a bunch of random people can yeah, see no. my personal life. But, but um, so yeah. You're saying uh, social media makes people you into a horrible person. Explain that.
0: A lot of us, um, when you're pointing one finger at yourself, or when you're pointing one finger at someone, in reality, there's always three fingers pointing at yourself. You know, we're always looking at other people's faults, and we're never looking at ourselves, and we always look at other people, and we think, oh, this person's not really a great person, this person's not really a great person, but we've never really looked at ourselves in the mirror. Never. Like, we've just been sort of living a lie. And to begin with, you know, the personality of a a social media addict, an addict, it sort of changes, you know that they have things so, like. Oh, wait, wait,
1: wait. Is that is that something that social media has caused, or is that was that the person naturally was like that, and then social media just came and further enhanced that personality trait in them?
0: It could be both, actually. It could be both. Yeah. It could be both. But um, you, you like social media addicts, they generally tend to become a lot more nervous. They suffer from a bit of anxiety. This is the big one that they're always on some level. They are they are craving that affirmation that validation you know you, you
1: know? know you're not touching on that actually before sorry to interrupt but, but one of the things that jumped out on me especially i don't use social media but mm. speaking to people especially from our community you can usually jump out within a minute or two that this person's been on social media <sighs> too much like you mentioned that they were like they had certain insecurities what was the other thing you said um nervous yeah it's like they just. There's a level of tension somewhere
0: for the agitator. It's hard to explain,
1: actually. I mean, I I should bring an example, but it's like you know, it's it's, (laughs) you know, it's some (laughs) level of tension elsewhere. It's like I'll give you an example. Sometimes they picked up a view on social media on what is, you know, let's just say social media has decided to come and stigmatize a person or say that such and such individual is a very bad person for, for whatever personality traits or whatever. It's like they take that. And it's like they, they, they're they're kind of accusing everybody off of it now. It's like you meet this person mm-hmm. in real life and you're on the verge of being accused of something that social media has made cancelled or whatever. So I've yeah. noticed that social media is,
0: uh, is adding a lot of tension to your public interactions with people. They definitely tend to take more offence and they're aggressive. So it's like they either have two choices. They either become a victim or they have to victimise another person. And, you know, I don't know if you've realised, but I still feel like you notice that sometimes you do get... On social media, you realise that sometimes you can just have a random. You get into a fight with a random person, and it's like you're literally just insulting each other to score points. Is that, on, is that on social media? Yeah, yeah, on social media, yeah. But that's also tricked onto real life as well. Yeah. How many times have you, have you seen people around us? You know, even us—we're guilty of that ourselves. You know, I could, me, I could literally say, I like red apples, and you would have a gripe at me. I mean, I prefer tr- green apples. A true example's football, isn't it?
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. A certain footballer you like. And then I, I, I just like, I don't know, like say you, I say that Ronaldo is better than Messi.
0: Yeah, and you're like, fundamentally, psychologically, there's got to be something wrong with you. And <laughs> that, like that, that's how
1: people speak. It's like you're an idiot. Yeah. You get but all the s- biggest insults in the world.
0: Yeah, but then... Just the, saying that yeah. Ronaldo's a better footballer. But then the opposite is actually just a detrimental where in order to not fall into being horrible, you make yourself nice, but in a very fake manner and, and I probably, you've probably also seen as well we are basically always you know walking on eggshells which is it's just less realistic so imagine a whole bunch of people just interacting with each other whether it's in public or on mm. social media and it's just unauthentic versions of themselves and one of the things that we have to realize is that social media is it's like a massive battlefield it's a playing field in which you can find many people with interests completely out of water um, but when you get those that oppose you just find some that reinforce those beliefs hard, but then at the same time, they will crucify the opinion opposite to them. And it's those echo chambers, you know, because of that confirmation bias. And eventually, like, social media has become a place where there's a lot of... Um, it's become a bit of a... You find a lot of cults, you know. It's either I'm with you or I'm, you know, against you. And the worst thing is that because us humans, we do want to have that sense of belonging, that means that we're more susceptible to actually joining these tribes and these cults you know and having their opinions even though they disagree with it mm. but it's just in order to be accepted yeah, yeah and i think that the worst probably the the difficult thing with that or the hardest hardest thing to accept for that is that at the end you are going to lose yourself in the process yeah. you know and that is happening with a lot of us i actually find that actually, that the whole concept of i disagree with your view but I completely get where you're coming from. It's just ancient today. It's ancient. Yeah, so, so, so. I mean, respectfully agree to disagree, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's completely normal. And I don't know you mentioned that to me a lot, and, you know, you you, you accuse me of being on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> no, i am explain that. You know, nah, it's just... I, I personally believe that if you have the... If you do not have the ability to see opinions on social media, whether it's Instagram or Twitter and... You allow yourself to get triggered or if you're not if you can't see a tweet or an opinion and not think nothing, I feel like there's a you there's an issue with yourself. Mm-hmm. You should so, not so be able to be get triggered. triggered. You should not but be shut I think so, I agree. You should not man. And it's, the, it's because of the fact that you're on social media and you're once you're on social media, it's the fact that every single day you're in wars. And it's also I, the fact that you have everyone believes that they have the obviously Twitter is very opinionated, but everyone has the belief that they can just push things out, you know, I mean, and crucify I, others. I completely agree with that. I
1: mean, to be honest with you, it, 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 it how do I say it? it causes a very narrow-minded place.
0: Mm. You know, everyone mm. that
1: goes on there, it just becomes, everyone has that same, same morals, same ethics, basically. Yeah. I mean, it forces everyone to have that, you know, and and, and, and I think the thing that I've noticed, I mean, I've lost my train of thought, but, you know, the, the thing I've noticed about, you know, everyone having the same you know you know thoughts is that in places okay there are places for example where they're you know differing amongst people shouldn't be a thing for example like is theft right or wrong like everyone should know that theft is wrong but at the end of the day you cannot have an entire community following the same ideology same ideas same ways of life and i'm not talking islamic i'm just talking in general like Someone should, have an, uh, someone should have an ability to take a different part to you without there being some level of tension or you judging that person or whatever.
0: Mm, no, I definitely agree. Um, in general, I would say that social media is definitely affecting people's abilities to be as kind and to be as warm as they want to be. And the, the saddest thing is that, you know, your character, like your other your know, your manners and your etiquette is like the most precious thing. But the moment you're on social media, it's being depleted on a daily basis. And you cannot tell me that it's not affecting how, you. How, how,
1: how, how, how can you say that going on social media reduces... Now, I mean, I, I genuinely don't. How can you say
0: going on social media reduces someone's akhlaq and head? That, that's a completely... How, is it, how would you say it's normal for me to look at someone's... You know, someone could put out an opinion and then I decide that I want to quote tweet him or lambast him or chastise him. How is that actually normal? Hmm. Why don't I just DM him? I, mean, I you, really disagree with him, because you know what, I'll, me personally, I believe that the quote tweet and the, re, and the retweet, mm. I feel like all those generally, it does tend to embarrass people. I mean, if you're quote tweeting someone's opinion, mm. why do you just DM them? So, so have you noticed one thing not? in the
1: sense that, you know, what have you achieved from lambasting someone or humiliating exactly. someone? But also I can agree, I, I can agree on one thing after. I can agree that as a community, that kind of brotherhood and sisterhood doesn't really exist much anymore. The main thing that exists is you being look, you looking like a good person.
0: Exactly.
1: I mean, to be honest, it's that little. It's like you looking like a good person. The entire community is a problematic, evil, bad person. I'm the only saying good person. I mean, I mean, well, there's a syndrome for it nowadays, isn't it? I forgot the name, but but yeah, I think okay. Coming off that, one of the other subtle harms, especially as a guy that I've seen on social media, that, I, that I've noticed. I mean, it, it's bad on women. It's bad on both genders, Hunter. Yeah. But, you know, it's sometimes it's as if it doesn't affect men is that it reduces your self-esteem significantly being on social media. For men or for women? I mean, obviously, the podcast is mainly for men. Yeah. So for men. Okay. I'm talking to you as a guy as well. Yeah. Even me going on that platform, so. sometimes your self-esteem gets dropped. Huh. Sometimes your self-esteem drops quite a lot. Is it because of the tweets that you see from the other gender? Nah, nah, nah. I, I think... I think too. I mean, I'm not sure about that, but genuinely speaking, I mean, maybe, maybe, let's not deny it, but everyone's got a human element to them. If you see things on social media a lot, or, you know, you realize that despite you being a decent human being, Mm. you know, social media is pushing out a lot of rhetoric that just isn't you, or putting out a lot of imagery that just isn't you, of course, it's going to reduce your self-esteem significantly. I mean, it's basic, you go, for example, on a place like TikTok and Instagram today, they put out some of the most lavish lifestyles and, and living standards you will ever see in your life. But if you're actually
0: living in the UK, you're living the complete opposite in this country. But that's social media for you. That, that. Social media just has the ability to amplify what isn't even there. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, really, it really makes it big. I mean, yeah, you're right. It amplifies what
1: isn't there. But you know, a lot of times it can reduce because it really brings about these really random expectations in life. You know, it, it really can take a knock on your confidence as a person, despite you being on a fantastic trajectory. Mm. It's that you being on a trajectory where you're about to go and become successful, you're about to become successful in your career, you're about to get, you know,
0: whatever people define as successful nowadays. So you you're, you're getting you, more practicing in the religion, more religious. So you think it doesn't, so me seeing, I don't know, guys that are in Mallorca or, or in a, they just bought a nice house. Yeah. You know, for about maybe half a million. So you're saying that that wouldn't, what do you say to those that say that, oh, that might motivate me? Because I want that.
1: Why do you want that specifically? Why is that the only thing that motivates you in
0: life? It could be one of many things. But, but, (laughs) I mean... You don't want a a nice house? uh, uh, It's a little bit unrealistic sometimes, though.
1: Mm. I'm I'm, I'm not not trying to bring low standards to a community. But, you know, especially when you've come from a normal, modest living standard. Yeah. You know? Mm. And you know you haven't had that trajectory. I mean, I mean, a lot of wealthy people today kind of inherited their wealth. You you cannot say that everyone just became wealthy entrepreneurs. Most people had like a, what you would say some sort of a stimulus to push them to go on to become wealthy. <clears throat> as most of us, we, are, we tend to be a lot of us come from refugee background. That wealth doesn't exist. So going on social media now and it telling you that this is the lifestyle you should be living. Yeah. You know, or a select them. I mean, that's the worst part as well, actually. The retweet culture, because some you you can have someone with ten thousand likes, and that's and that's the only post you're gonna see today, and it's just something flashy. But at the end of the day, ten thousand people drove you to watch that, basically, because it's been put on your timeline. A century. Mm. That's what the retweet culture has, called, uh, has created now. That you know, you're pushing yourself against one specific individual in society that is not representative of how the rest of society is actually truly living.
0: You know. Are you surprised about the way it's affected? And parents, our parents, because a lot of our parents, they've adopted this. They've they've been part of the social media craze themselves. Like a lot of a lot of yeah. I don't think so. Where,
1: where are they on social media?
0: You don't think, or you don't think down the likes of on, on TikTok and things like that? No, I've only seen them on
1: Facebook. I've never seen them on these. apps so you're talking about.
0: You've never seen Haberes and stuff like that on TikTok and. What what what, what, what do you a and an that? You would never see. So you're telling me you've never seen forty year olds on grown man who's about forty,
1: it just doesn't feel normal for him to be on a social media. Yeah, At the yeah, end of the day, it doesn't feel normal for most guys to be on a social media platform, let alone a, a, a Somali of a, over the age of forty who's a very respectable man.
0: You know, it's, I think my social, I think my feeds might be personalized towards me. I think we're getting two different feeds. Uh, I think might probably what that would be.
1: I don't see it. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I mean, you might find some older Somali uh, uh, or maybe there's in Somalia using the but Generally mm-hmm. speaking. At the end of the day, when sure. you get when you get past a certain age, when you've got that many kids, when you've got that much life obligations on you, it's very hard to even
0: find no. time for social media platforms. Definitely, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. <clears throat> um, even in general, you know, one of the things that I find with social media is that it actually does make what you say very, very, very meaningless because whatever you say is just going to be contextualized and given meaning by the way algorithms and crowds of fake people and bots on these, you know, these social media sites mash it up with and you probably realize that speaking through social media speaking through twitter and these platforms they are no way near speaking you know for speaking with having having a general conversation at like me and you you know because context is only applied to what you say after you say it unfortunately and it is the ease to which someone can misconstrue it actually has the ability to mess up friendships relationships you know, that sounds quite, I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds quite personal, but <laughs> could you give examples
1: of how no. it could affect your relationship? Classic, I remember, classic, to be honest with you, I, I felt like it's had an impact
0: on many life relationships that I've had out there with relatives or whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure, I mean, there's probably many times with you could have maybe, well, I probably spoke to you, I, mean, I probably actually told you many, many times, you are very blunt on WhatsApp. <laughs> but you're not it's just you <laughs> yeah, yeah, but another yeah. but I picked that up over the past couple of years Yeah. you know but other people maybe pick it up some people use full stops some people actually think that's a bit blunt <laughs> do you get it some yeah. people are really to the bone with those sort of things yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you can just misconstrue it and then imagine that changing your whole imagine a husband and a wife as an example a husband sort of speaking like that and then you know he's about to come home, and the wife probably thinking, "Oh man, like I, I, he's, I, he's 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 a bit pissed." But I, I don't I don't think it's is it's affected relationship from that angle, though. I, I think no
1: no no. I'll tell you the way, where I think it's reflect, affected relationships. Harta today, mm. it has become almost impossible to build relationships with anybody in life. Friendships or friendships, family relationships. At the end of the day, your brother and sister—you still need yeah, to build yeah, a relationship with them. Definitely. You still need to build a relationship with your mom and dad because definitely. in a life, when things hit, the, when, when things get quite bad. Mm. You know, some of the only people that are going to come and bring you up—that is your siblings. Whether you, whether you've looked at your siblings weird in the last year, or, I mean, most people in the last in the last lockdown year have looked have looked strangely at their siblings, and I understand. Understandable. I mean, it's the first time you've had such an intimate role. You know, been in that such a close proximity with such a long lengthy amount of times of your siblings. But the reality is, these are the only, some of these people are, are, are the only people that are really going to sacrifice in life for you, and I think. Spending such a large portion of time on social media is taking a toll on these type of relationships and actually building it, and actually mm-hmm. taking people out. You know, you can go to a restaurant nowadays with your best friends. I, 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 I was, I, I, I've been to so many restaurants here and there, with myself and people. I've, I've observed everyone around me in your well-known, in your well-known restaurants or Somali restaurants that live around this, that, that are around this country. Everybody is on their phone. Nobody, nobody wants to come and have a conversation with you. Nobody wants to have a conversation amongst themselves. Everybody just loves that. They just love that time on social media. The car journey there, they're on social media. When they get to the place, they're on social media. The minute they go home, they're on social media. It's a complete addiction. It's nothing less than a addiction. You cannot call it anything less than a addiction. What, mean, what is the issue with most addictions? When you have an alcohol problem, when you have a cigarette problem, when you have most of these issues you know what's the, one of the biggest reasons people don't like you having these type of problems is that it affects them a lot of times yeah. you being an alcoholic comes and affects them you're gonna come in and you're gonna come in the house and behave quite irresponsibly in the house yeah. at the end of the day spending large quantities of time on social media of course that's going to affect your relationships most of the relationships that are in your personal life is going to be affected why should mm. someone why should someone like you when you've never taken time out of your life to build a proper connection with them mm what you know did you get it? And, and all of us are guilty of this you know all of us are guilty of this you know many of us you need to understand some of these relationships as well it's very hard to ever repair them as well once you've broken that relationship with a parent sometimes your parent passes away in many people's cases your parents pass away and you spend all that time on a social media platform away from them rather than coming to build a connection with them and you're right sometimes you have a parent that's very harsh and brutal or whatever but at the end of the day, you, you, know, you need to get into a practice of coming away from that device and building some sort of relationship somewhere. And in the UK, I don't know what it is about the UK, it is almost impossible to build a relationship with anybody. You can't even go to a shop and and, 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 these, and respectfully network with people. Everyone's just on their phone. Everyone's talking. Because it becomes the
0: norm. Um, and it's definitely social, a social media addiction is not frowned upon. You mentioned things like an alcohol addiction. Sorry,
1: sorry, one thing though. Just because it's the norm, should our community just submit to it? Definitely not. Definitely not. But the reason, if you can see, it's collapsing relationships. If you can see, it's not adding a penny to your bank account. If it's not doing anything for your life, it's actually reducing your relationship with your Lord.
0: Just because society does it, should you submit to social media? Yes or no? No, definitely not. I've always said that we've adapted our we've made social media an extension of ourselves when it should have been the other way around. And I don't think we understood the ramifications of what heavy social media use would do. So I'm totally with you on that one, to be fair. But what I'm saying is alcohol addictions, you know, smoking addiction and things like that, even from our daqan, you know, those are seen. we got like that shame element comes from our daqan. But social media is something that's novel, it's kind of new. So people don't really frown upon that. But I, th- I do believe it's getting to a point where people are actually becoming quite wary of the use of social media and they're realizing you know really do you think so do you think some people happens? some people it might not be a lot some people few people are actually starting to realize you me mean you have realized haven't let's let's stop giving
1: you know this is one of the things that's quite problematic is that you know one or two brothers one or two sisters in some corner People have come to the realisation of social media. Some people problem. are definitely... The amount of, of people that are going into these platforms yeah. from our community definitely. is way excessive. It's, it's way too excessive. It's exceeding the amount of people who are realising
0: that it's time to leave it. But def- people are definitely becoming more aware of the facts because of research. Research mm. is actually coming out. The same way there's a lot of taboo and topics... And so that's translated then.
1: into our people. And when I say translated, I'm talking actually just published and made accessible to young Somali people? It's
0: definitely not, but it's definitely been, it's not not ancient, it's not as ancient as you think. Some people are starting to realise, of course, word does need to get out a lot more, there has to be a lot more awareness raised, but then my hope is that a lot of us actually start to realise that there are a lot more harms from heavy social media use. I said that one of the biggest reasons for being away from social media was we're not being the best versions of ourselves, and I'm probably going to say the second biggest reason is that it is making us way less empathetic as human beings. You know, social perceptiveness obviously refers to the person's ability. and um, uh, It's the person's ability to sort of read the room, to tune into the feelings around them, you know? And it's things like picking up on body language cues around you, um, looking at the motivation between a person's behaviours. Like when we, we travelled to Saudi, um, eventually we were sort of just attuned to the customs of the people. But the problem is when we're seeing different... Private worlds, due to these personalized ads. Me, and you, I'm seeing something different on a constant basis. You are, every single person is seeing something different that's tailored to the things that they've seen from the past. That means the cues that I'm gonna get from me, I'm gonna read different cues. You're gonna read different cues to me. Like we just see life in a different way to the way we would have seen life if we were not on social media. Mm-hmm. And if so obviously if social media makes what you say meaningless, then eventually. Other people around you also become meaningless you understand less about what's going on with the other person you know because of the algorithms they're just designed I'm gonna see a different advertisement to you you're gonna see a different advertisement to me you know yeah. different stories different social media feeds and it this subconsciously affects your views James Clear the author of Atomic Habits he mentioned that be careful about the people that you follow on Twitter because everyone that you follow is someone that you're gonna be influenced by um, your view is distorted and you do have less awareness of other people's views because you don't see what they see and yeah. I just believe that in general social media has actually robbed us of that empathy and wisdom um, and I'll probably mention the personal story I'm not sure if I told you this but um that year the year when I went to I went to Umrah in 2018 I think that was the last time I went to Umrah um, it was straight after our final year exams at university yeah. and I remember on my way back I was, on, I was in transit I think I was in, I believe I was in Oman and I was waiting for the flight to London and I was literally scrolling through my social media feed and obviously these feeds, they come to me and I'm sure other people were seeing this, but I saw like literally this young girl, she was actually a Muslim girl as well and I think she she was 14 or 15 and I saw a picture of her and she basically showed her arms and literally her arms were cut. You know normally when people cut, I think they cut just their wrists. Mm. Um, when they're abusing themselves but this one was literally from her wrist to the back of the elbow it actually mm. looked like yeah. a murder scene yeah. and that wasn't the crazy that actually wasn't the craziest thing um i think she was mentioning things about her one she's like she said she's gonna kill herself like in a couple of hours that wasn't the crazy thing the craziest thing was people were actually caught tweeting her saying oh you know sis like just fear Allah you know like you're gonna you know you know, you don't want to do this. You're going to be in a never-ending punishment, blah, 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 stuff like this. And these are actually, like, these are our people. Like, these are our brothers well, saying I mean, this, you this, know. This, this is the... Well, like, it, it, and this is what I meant by social media. is definitely making you into a horrible person. That's not, not it, a human it, response. It's, it's actually not a human response at all. Um, but anyways, so I messaged her and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm and I was knackered. I was out of it. And that year actually wasn't a good year for me at all. So um, I remember mm. just looking at that and I was thinking, whoa. Like, I messaged her and I said, you know what? Like, I do not even know this person from Adam before you do what you're about to do. I'm gonna go on a transit, I'm just about to go. When I come on, we can just have a conversation. Just like, just literally, just let's just talk. If you're gonna do what you're gonna do, I can't stop you, but let's just talk. And I thought, you know, because she was like a little girl. I was like, yo, what am I gonna do? I actually had no clue what to do. That was just the only human thing to do. So obviously I came, Alhamdulillah, she was there. Um, We had this conversation, and one of the first things that she said, like, I think it took the best part of eight hours to break her into me, te- her telling me a story. And the reason was, she thought I was going to be judgmental. She's like, oh, some of you guys, you know, just always being judgmental. You don't know what it's like on the other side. You don't know what it's like to suffer, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't, I didn't say much. I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I probably, I'm not going to understand you. But I still want to listen. It's um, story, man. Yeah. And she was telling me, obviously, this story. And she was mentioning about how, you know, she basically cuts that. Like, she does that literally every single day. She's been doing that for about a couple of years. She mentioned that her father passed away, her mum left, no brother, no sister. A lot of us we haven't really been in that situation, so we can't actually speak about. Like a lot of us, fact of the matter is we've not been through trials like that. So and I've realised when a lot of people jump on this, oh you know, you know you need to fail Allah, you know mm. you need to pack man up, you need to do better. We have not been through half the trials that some of those those people have been through. And the crazy thing was I remember even you know reaching out to sister and I was like yo like my powers here are limited as a guy. Just like try and help this person out, you know? For whatever reason, they, um, things didn't happen. And um, eventually, I think she deleted her social media anyway. She just left the grid. She just kept mentioning that it was her time to commit suicide, blah, blah, blah. And I tried my best, but um, that's when I started to realize that a couple of years ago. That's when I realized, your social media is not the place you want to be. And especially for children, it definitely shouldn't be the place that where they grow up. Because a child, that's when they're developing the most but then they're going to be at places or they're going to be on apps in which their self-esteem is taking a hit daily. You know, they're just going to grow insecurities. They're going to show crazy um, insecurities. There's even studies that there's a lot of studies in which, you know, there are a lot of kids out there that use their phone. They have been using their phones a lot more than we were when we were younger. And there are, there are a lot of people that suffer from, you know, mental health, depression and a lot of things like that. A lot of that, does correlate with um, heavy social media use, you know. And the same thing that you said—that social comparison um, with other people, wanting that person's life.
1: Mm. But you know,
0: you know. Sorry, so I don't want to. That is a very
1: sad story. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, in general, I mean, that's a, I mean, I think the first thing that jumps up from that story is how you know, everyone, like, everyone's story is very much personal, you know. Definitely. To yeah. come on social media and you just giving some random person advice, I mean, you. <sighs> there's a lot of different factors behind why somebody wants to do some of the things that they're doing on social mm. media, So it's, 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 it's important, it's most important that when somebody is going through somewhat, some sort of life issues, that the last place on earth is for them to go to social media or someone they met on social media yeah. and to go to people who are specialists for these things, maybe some sort of a therapist or an Imam or somebody who is a specialist in this field, it's important to go to that. all donuts, man. Social media, the reality is, I mean, no one is learning real knowledge here.
0: Mm.
1: No one is, and no one, generally speaking, who's on here for a long amount of, for a long period of time, is actually got real knowledge. Most of the people, most of us on these platforms are missing basic foundational life. It's not just Islamic, I mean, it's anything in life, to be honest with you. A lot of, a lot of us are missing basic foundational knowledge on these platforms so i think that's one of the dangers when somebody's suffering something and going through these platforms but but i mean what, what, one thing is we're talking a lot of the times about my i mean me going on there my self-esteem what about sometimes you know on, on even on me on the platforms that i posted on mm. that kind of showing off that takes place even on my own and like i, I, I it, i'll be honest with you sometimes you what know? do you mean by you? Do you mean that as in um, the Somali community? No, no, no. I mean, literally, just let's be this person, even yourself, posting yeah. on these platforms. Let's be very honest with you. You're a human being. Everybody has a natural nature to show off.
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: You know, me personally. That, for, that, for that sense of validation. You know, that yeah, acceptance. Me personally, there's definitely a level of validation that I want from things in yeah. life. Yeah. You know, that person, so somebody saying, oh, wow, you're, you know, you're doing great in life, etc. Oh, yeah. Why do we act like we're lying? When you post things on social media, people are genuinely... Uh, you are genuinely posting for some sort of a genuine reaction. When you have to be very sincere in controlling your intentions when you're doing something on a social media platform. I can be posting, you know... I don't know, a, a young child relative of mine showing some great, you know, father father's skills that I might have or whatever. But, you know, it's very dangerous, even not for myself, or even for that child... You know, there's many dangers behind it. I mean, could you think of any dangers yourself, personally? For what, in terms of? For for, for, for constantly posting on these platforms yourself. I mean, <laughs> especially if you've been on these platforms yourself, could you explain it?
0: What's the dangers you've seen being on it? Um... I think probably one of the... For as long as I've been on social media, and I find it very, very difficult for me to lie and say that I've not been... Um, I've never been free from um, showing off. And that's the thing. You're never going to be... As soon, the moment you start posting, the moment you post out tweets and stuff like that, get ready to battle your soul. Because that element of always wanting to show off, wanting someone to like, wanting someone to retweet. I mean, you look at... I mean, And I pose this question, obviously, to the viewers, to the people that actually use it. People have Instagram, and I've seen this, how likely are you to delete a picture that you've posted if it doesn't get a certain amount of likes? How many times are you like how many more times are you likely to delete a tweet if it doesn't get this many retweets? If it doesn't get maybe ten or twenty retweets? Absolutely. That's that's what we've got to be honest with ourselves with, you know, I've got to be honest with myself. That has definitely affected me over the years. And um, you're not gonna get any good from that. No hate is gonna come your way. Um, whether you're doing it for to spread the deen whether you're doing it just for benefiting others you're not going to get any benefit from lying to yourself and that's probably the main theme of this season holding ourselves to account why are we lying why are we lying to ourselves why why don't we just be honest because at the end of the day we are at the end of the day whether you have a spouse whether you have parents whether you have friends you are going to be looking at yourself in the mirror by yourself you're going to be sleeping you're gonna to have to deal with your own reality. exactly. Yourself. You're gonna to have to deal with your own reality, and either you deal with it now, it's just gonna come crashing down on you, and you're just gonna live in regret. It's better to just live an honest life. You don't owe, and you don't owe any. You don't owe anyone on Twitter a damn thing. You don't owe anyone on Instagram or anyone a damn thing all you've got to do is just literally live the best version of yourself but, but why, why
1: do you think as a community we felt
0: the obsessive need to come i mean it's
1: natural by the way it's natural we we the somali I mean, community e- e- is a microcosm of the entire world by everybody, the, way. the entire world suffers from this
0: a, i mean yeah you're right everybody, a at
1: everybody has a natural instinct to kind of show off
0: and yeah. look good in front of others
1: it's <clears> a very natural instinct but sometimes it gets very dangerous Definitely. that's why social media has become a very you know toxic culture a little bit
0: yeah
1: where it's like a vicious culture you know
0: (laughs) Mm. i can
1: see it i can see i'm not even on it and i can see what do you mean by vicious though it's like you know you're ready you you, when you go on the social media platform you need to be be ready for an attack you know Mm. or or or, or even sometimes you put up a post and it's like you want to take the entire limelight. And if someone yeah. else now wants to come and put a post to take the
0: re- the other side of that line, and, like and then it comes in the form of quote tweets and yeah, you know hey. replying, oh yeah, I mean that's exactly. interesting. The back and forth, the, the, the new things about quote tweets, and that's the thing with the quote tweets as well because I've mentioned it a lot of the times. We've been in this. Now we actually live in a time where people just literally want to talk back, not to understand, but just to argue. Mm. Literally, you don't want to mm. listen to the other person's point. You've just got literally a scroll of. Twenty points that you just want to fire you're trying to fire all your missiles at them and when you do that you do look a bit you do I mean, look a bit up there I, 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 meaning you don't want to you don't want
1: to as a community come collectively to the right decision in life exactly you exactly. want to be able to just snap
0: back at somebody and there's no basically. sincerity there's no sincerity at all it's just all about clap backs, it's all about you making yourself look good to you know the social media verse and that does a lot more harm than good and it says a lot about you as a person as well you know, you know what's crazy is this level of
1: disunity that we're displaying on a platform as well. I mean, I, I, that's a strong word, disunity. I mean, whether yeah. people agree with that word or not. But at the end of the day, any level, any level of friction that's taking place, attacking, mm-hmm. that's taking place on these platforms is damaging the unity as a community we're facing. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, if we damage that community, another community is going to come and take the very things in life that we, if we were united as a community, we could have come and absorbed that ourselves. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately we come in a very our our community is having a bit of friction now on social media, especially by the way between the two genders. We should talk about that on another episode. But between the two genders, the (coughs) level of friction that's taking place between two communities right now, and especially on social media, we're still trying to fight figure
0: out the reason behind it and why it's that challenging. And that's definitely probably why as a Somali community we're actually never gonna progress until the Somali brothers have that honest conversation Somali sisters have that honest conversation and we're ready to just tell the truth and be honest about where we are as a people exactly. our strengths our weaknesses we are not we're just not going to progress we're not going to move forward we haven't been moving forward that's the fact that I'm out it's crazy it's crazy um, it's a very frictionless relationship we end up marrying each other
1: <laughs> and it still remains oh, quite frictionless yeah, to be yes, honest yes. with you you and your blood sisters relationship goes on to become very frictionless Everything just becomes very much frictionless as a community, it's very much mm. dangerous actually. And your mm. social media has just further enhanced it. It's just it's further displayed how cha- how this un- disunited we can be as a community, how challenging it's been as a community. I mean that's why mm. I, a lot of the times with the most of the people around me and obviously I will say this on a platform, yeah. I have been a strong advocate advocate for everybody just withdrawing from this from this platform from these platforms. Subtly mm. doing it. Mm. Because we're not hashing out our problems here, we're just magnifying it even more. And it's and it's being amplified with all kinds of ridiculous things, such as retweets, such as ria such as showing off, such as literally bragging, such as taking the limelight. All these things is further amplifying the level of friction and tension that already exists. These platforms were meant to somewhat bring some sort of unity and all of a sudden it's done is just shown
0: how problematic it is, right? It's crazy because all all this you mentioned, it literally is like we're living in a dystopia. I mm. up to 1984 <laughs> literally you know i want to go into the parents a bit because i know we were speaking about us and i definitely feel that it's definitely the smartphone if it's not affecting not only has it affected us it's definitely affected our parents our parents have been how many times have you seen our mum or dad's just on their own whatsapp and um, talking to their friends or they've just used that heavy social media um they've been using it quite heavily and i'm not going to talk about a certain apps you know it's just in general and one of the things I do want to mention is what that could happen in a world where the attention that you're putting on social media is the attention that you should be giving to your children there are definitely a lot of studies in that when kids are deprived of that certain physical contact you know that attention that interaction they do have that high propensity for ending up with mental disorders you know they end up having a let you know lack of empathy for others I believe there was even research studies in that 30, um, 35% of parents are on the phone for about one in every five minutes of playground time with their child. Wow. One in five. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure that's having a big impact on it. Definitely. I mean, focusing if you're focusing on your device, you're focusing less on your child, and you focusing less on your child means that you can read their cues less cor- correctly. And then it could even, as an example, how many times you, uh, me, as an example, I've seen when I'm on my, when I'm on my phone, and then when I see, you know, a nephew or a little kid wants to come into the room, I'm sort of like, I'm saying something inappropriate, like, get out of here. Yeah. yeah I'm just being snappy. Absolute, and I could have just given it the intention yeah, yeah. And people don't realize. It. You know, it's, it's not like we're forcing
1: people to be. Att- it's not like you're. For- I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sure you're not forcing people to be 24/7 attentive. We're just telling people, people to be right. human. That's yeah, it. We're yeah, just telling yeah. people to be human. I mean, and you'll see a much bigger relationship yeah. impact. I'm sure everyone has to see yeah. a much better impact on every relationship they see, especially the
0: younger children's relationship, if they withdrew from these social. And places. childrens is the most because childrens are gonna be the pioneers of this ummah. exactly. And you know, reducing the kids' amount of you know physical contact that's a really important one because children, when they're young, they don't they don't do what you tell them to do. They just follow what you do. If you show them that being in a relationship means being distant, being on your phone, that's what they're going to take from their relationships mm. to their future friends, their future spouses. And, you know, that becomes their ideal model for what it means to be in a perfect relationship. I mean, that's an interesting a point. Screen. And that's an interesting point. Is that, is that you're,
1: you're basically mentioning that if you don't make those true sacrifices now, tomorrow you're going to have to
0: clean up that problem. Exactly. Future generations will suffer. So it's literally a domino effect. And it's, this can only stop when you stop. It stops with your hands. Mm. and at the end of the day when we suffer from these calamities ultimately we reap what they sow and yeah um, I don't know I definitely think that it's, it's a tricky thing it definitely is extremely tricky to navigate around this topic because again as you said and as you believe that this is not something something that we don't really see as detrimental to our lives we see it as you know oh we're on Twitter we're on Instagram but we don't really realize that all of these apps they're free but in essence, you know, we're paying for it with our souls. Of course. Of you course. know, that's the biggest thing. And one of the last things that I actually do want to mention, one of the final, final points that I do want to mention is that you're not really seeing the truth from search browsers. when You, you know when you're on internet or Mozilla or whatever browser you want to use, like those searches aren't generic. I, we previously mentioned that they're tailored. For, um, for you to fit their assumptions of what you want to see and obviously it leads to those, um, that confirmation bias it makes you believe false news and have a distorted view of earth and obviously when you search for something they obviously consider things like your previous history, your opinions, your location your IP address Yeah. and obviously these algorithms they construct a search result that's tailored and personalised to you and this might actually be okay when you're looking to buy an Arsenal jersey what about when you actually want to find out What's going on with our brothers and sisters, our weaker brothers and sisters? What about when you want to find out about, you know, what's going on in places like Africa? What sort of news are you going to get then? Is it still as beneficial to have search results based on the profiling of you? It probably isn't, and that's definitely something that is a pressing that we need to that we need to um, look at in the future. I think we've probably covered quite a few things we could probably again we've mentioned that these episodes one hour or however long it is that we've done to record these episodes ain't gonna cut it to be honest with you we could speak for hours and hours but we would probably leave leave it there and that's it for this episode we do thank you all for tuning in to the second episode for this first season again we will be releasing episodes every other Saturday we hope that this was a beneficial conversation Uh, please do subscribe to all channels tune in when you can and do interact with us on social that's probably the most important give us your reviews your honest criticisms and as always it's been your two hosts and we shall see you on the next one assalamu alaykum wa